baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is Hardline here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer with you on a Sunday morning. And without further ado, let's get right to our next guest. It is New York State Assemblyman Pat Burke. Pat, good morning. Hey, good morning, Joe. How's it going? Doing well. Good to have you on, and I appreciate you uh, joining. I know you've got a, a busy Sunday ahead. So the first question, the what everyone's talking about, uh, your reaction to the Bills Stadium deal. Yeah, I would say I have a mixed reaction. To be honest with you, I've been a little disappointed with how the process has gone and, and sort of the opaqueness of it. You know, even, even being the assemblyman from that area, uh, and representing the stadium and where the new potential new stadium will be, you know, I was never, uh, uh, you know, given any information about the deal until it was done. So, you know, I'm not happy about that. I'm not happy about a, uh, a community benefits agreement being left out. And really the thing I was asking for uh, was at the very least uh, an environmental uh, review of, of a, uh, you know, of a, a, tra- a train service uh, to the stadium. So uh, none of those things happened. So I think like a lot of folks, I'm not happy about it. Now, how about uh, your other um, colleagues from non-Western New York? You know, we're hearing a lot of reaction from people in downstate in the New York City area. Uh, also in Albany, um, we, we've seen Chris Churchill, I think, write uh, an article a day uh, about the disapproval of this Bills deal. Uh, are you getting that in the Assembly? Is this in trouble when the budget comes? Um, obviously, the, the budget should have already been passed. I think this is probably one of the things holding it up. I think it'll get done. Uh, Twenty between the Senate and the Assembly, I believe, twenty legislators, most of them New York City-based legislators, uh, opposed it. Uh, that being said, and like my Buffalo kind of pride, I'm not happy about the deal either. But you know, a bunch of New York City members who you know who weren't screaming when the New York New York Yankees got $870 million or when the Mets got a stadium or when the Brooklyn Nets got public funding for their arena, uh, they didn't scream about that. They're screaming about this. So I'm in, to be just being totally honest, I'm in kind of a weird spot. I'm not happy about it either. Um, but also, I, you know, I feel a need to you know, defend our community if people are going to you know, be, be somewhat hypocritical about it. You know, it's so funny. I've been saying that this week. I've been saying, you know, hey, I don't want to sound like, you know, I don't want to sound like a child, but you got all this. Can we get something? I, I can completely, <laughs> completely relate to what you're saying. Uh, now, you mentioned uh, a train service um, to the stadium that didn't get in the bill or envir- environmental review. Is that something um, is that something you'll bring up again? Because that is something for the last decade. I've always wondered um, the you know the reality of something like that. If we're going to have long term Buffalo Bills presence in Orchard Park. Oh, absolutely. So the, you know the first phase of this, we should fast track an environmental impact statement, and this was done in '97, part of the '96-'97 negotiations. 
was for a train. There wasn't enough federal money to get it done. But now there is. Like, now there's all this money for, for train service. It makes a lot of sense, especially if, if we're doing, uh, you know, if we're doing a, electric train service, we have you know, a, high, a hydroelectric power plant just to the north of us. We underutilize uh, that electricity that is, you know, clean, green energy. We should be doing, we should, the, the stadium shouldn't just be a standalone, like, oh, we, we keep the bills and all this public money goes to billionaires and, and we stay status quo. It should be the launch of something special. And I think, you know, electrifying our tra public transportation system uh, helping the environment, helping the people's, you know, bottom lines if they're saving money on transportation, all really, really important things. So I think it can have legs if, uh, if you know, if the political will is there to do it. Do you, what do you know of this Buffalo Bills Corporation uh, that's going to be set up uh, at the state level? Uh, yeah, that, well, the, the last stadium corporation uh, didn't, uh, I think they were supposed to meet, I think, quarterly and I don't know if they've ever met so I, I don't know I don't know enough of, uh, about it right now but uh, I guess it leaves me cynical for right now um, and, and looking at that budget so we have the stadium obviously and then looking at the budget what are some other obstacles um, that are holding this budget back in Albany I think there's just a huge gap uh, on uh, bail reform changes there are just a ton of reasonable changes that you know, should have been included in the initial bill. There, there, there's just a, you know, th I think one of the big things, so I've carried the dangerousness hearing bill since before bail reform. I've never believed in cash bail. I don't think people should be held in jail just because they're poor and accused of a crime when rich people accused of a crime can just skate. I used, used Harvey Weinstein. That guy was a serial rapist. He was out on bail like the next day or in the case of uh, Rachel Weir's Dickey, the, the guy who shot her point blank and killed her was out, got out on bail. Uh, so there were major problems with bail reform, but uh, some of the some of the changes I think obviously went too far. And I think there is a pushback from uh, some members in New York City uh, who don't want to see any changes, and uh, and I think that's the rub there. That's the big thing. What about the uh, the this talk of suspending gas tax, suspending throughway tolls, or a rebate check like in California? Now that talk seemed to have heated up like a week or so ago. Um, maybe it was because of the stadium. Didn't hear much about it this week. Is that still something being discussed in Albany? Yeah. So as a popularity item, it's sort of low hanging fruit. Anytime, whatever we can do to save people money, there are, there are costs on the back end of that spending the gas tax how much actual benefit it has for people's bottom line, but it's popular. So I think those are easy to do, even if they're not smart, necessarily smart policies, they're easy to do and they'll be easy to vote for. So I don't think those, uh, I don't think those are really, I, I, I think we will have a, a suspension of the gas tax. I'm not, but I'm, I'm fairly certain on that. Um, but it, it just stands to reason uh, that, that we have to do everything we can to, uh, reduce people's costs. I just don't think we do it in a smart way. So we'll send out a bunch of checks which could potentially, you know, even spark more inflation. Really what we should be doing, I think, as a government is looking at, you know, procurement of goods and reducing people's costs when it comes to energy, uh, especially electricity, and, uh, you know, creating and procuring goods to just drive down costs of things. Um, so I'm not, I'm not really thrilled with some of the things we're doing, I don't know if it's a smart long-term policy, but I, I think the reality is we, I think 
there's a lot of uh, political will to do everything we can to, to drive down some costs uh, for consumers. Now, I know this is asking a lot because we, we got the stadium um, in the budget. Is there anything else Western New York uh, should be looking forward to when this budget is passed? I, I think I think that's sort of the rub, and that's kind of the challenge. Um, specifically Western New York, I don't, I don't think so. I think we can look forward to things like universal broadband uh, and a um, you know, child care subsidy because the cost of working families to pay for childcare are just obscene and they've been obscene for a long time. So I think there are things across the state, uh, but they'll obviously directly benefit uh, people, people in Western New York, but regionally specific, it's kind of tough to, if you get this massive government subsidy to get anything else for, for the region out of it. So um, good. There's good things in this budget, but, but the bill stadium will obviously be the, the huge investment for Western New York. Now, I asked Kevin Hardwick this question. You're a little uh, closer to the action when it comes to state politics. Um, you know, you hear this talk of Governor Cuomo, maybe he'll enter the race. As a Democrat, what do you think of Governor Cuomo even talking about um, trying to get back into the governor's mansion? Uh, I hope he does. I don't want him to. Um, if he were running at this point, I don't know. There's, there's many pathways for him to be even be on the ballot. So he could do independent nominating petitions and not run as a Democrat or, you know, as a Republican or any other any other ballot line. He could run on his own ballot line or he could, you know, potentially if you know, Tom Susie or, or someone decided to opt it not to, to run, if they gave Cuomo the, the, the ballot, uh, their ballot line, uh, they could run in a primary. So I think there's a lot of talk. He's obviously, you know, garnering attention. He's got TV ads out there, but it's just, you know. He resigned. He, I think he's been trying to do this thing that, like, he was corruptly forced out of office and, and New York lost their fighter. Like, no, he resigned. He got in trouble and he did some shady stuff and uh, and he stepped down. And I don't know, I think as, as a Democrat and the first one in West New York to call on him to resign, um, I think it was the right thing to do. And I think he should just, you know, he's not going to clearly he's not going to get criminal charges, but he should just move on with the next phase of his life. And final question, uh, because I know you're on your way to Albany. Final question for you. In November, um, you issued a statement about O.J. Simpson's name at the current stadium. Now, we did two hours on this during the week, and I was really surprised how 50-50 split uh, Western New York seems to be um, on O.J. being in the new stadium or not. I know this is probably an obvious question, but how do you feel of the possibility of O.J. Simpson's name making it across the street? I, I, I'm surprised if, if 50% of people actually think that, too. Um, yeah, of course he shouldn't be. I, the, the common refrain for anyone arguing about it uh, was, that, well, don't take away from his football accomplishments, rewrite history, and the Wall of Fame is for uh, football accomplishments. And, of course, that's not accurate because Bob Kalsu, uh, you know, was, was a – football player for the Bills, wasn't a necessarily great football player, was killed in action in Vietnam, his name went up there appropriately, you know. Uh, O.J. Simpson done some heinous things, and I don't think we want to keep inviting him back. Like, this is the, the safe place for O.J. Simpson is to come back to Buffalo and be celebrated. You know, it's just not, I don't know, it kind of it turns my stomach. So, no, I don't think he should be. 
be. I don't think it should be up on the wall. With the state's big investment in the stadium, will the, could the state have a say? Kind of like how USC um, doesn't allow OJN, no mention of OJ's name inside the Coliseum. Could the state have that kind of power at the new stadium? I mean, I guess I don't think it would come to that. To be honest with you, I think I don't know if I were if I were the the Bills, uh, I just wouldn't do it. Like, there's just no reason. There's no reason honor the guy. I also think a lot of the people I noticed when some people are pushing back on me, it struck me as most of them were probably not alive or they probably were too young to remember the O.J. Simpson trial. And, you know, I don't know. I, I, I grew up with it. It was, you know, it was obviously ubiquitous, pervasive throughout. It was, it was a part of all of our daily lives, uh, that trial. And, you know, the evidence was so clear and made, you know, it, it struck me as a miscarriage of justice. justice how it turned out, um, but I think a lot of the people just don't remember. So that, that's sort of, I think most people, most reasonable people that I think were aware and alive and remember those trials and, and what happened, I don't think anyone wants to see that guy honored. New York State Assemblyman Pat Burke. Uh, Pat, safe travels, and thank you so much for uh, joining me this morning. You got it. Take it easy, Joe. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.